Hey, hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Amazing Seller Podcast. This is episode number 745 and session number 234 of Ask Scott. This is where I answer your questions here on the podcast. We'll do it again here today, and I am fired up for a few different reasons, but first and foremost, just because you're here and we're together once again. And I always say this, and I really uh, I really made this happen when we were at Brand Accelerator Live, where we were in the same room together, uh, in that live room doing one of these Ascot sessions. But I always say, I like these Friday sessions because it's like we are all together, and we're having some coffee or having a drink, and we're just... You know, we're just talking business, we're talking shop, we're talking life, and uh, yeah, I just get super excited to show up for these sessions. So keep those questions coming. If you do have a question, all you have to do is head over to theamazingseller.com forward slash ask. From there, you can ask your question and uh, just leave your first name and where you're tuning in from and then just ask your question. And I'll do my best to get it answered here on an upcoming Ask Scott session. But again, I just, I love doing this stuff, so keep them coming. And today I will just tell you what we're going to be talking about because this is a good one. And that is, should I start with my product first or should I start with affiliate marketing? And some of you might be asking, Scott, what is affiliate marketing? Well, you're going to want to stick around because I'm going to give you all the details there. And actually in the last episode, 744, where I talk about how to create another revenue stream of a thousand dollars or more passively, we actually touch on the affiliate marketing side. So again, probably want to go back and listen to that one. And this will, uh, this will actually uh, expand on that just a little bit. But uh, this question came in from Art. I'm going to let him ask the question so you can hear all of the ins and outs of the question because there's more to it. But before we do, I did want to give you guys a little bit of uh, an update here and what's been happening. Well, this past week, we opened up Brand Creators Academy, and uh, we're welcoming in 100 founding members, and uh, I was just blown away because, uh, well, all of the people that are joining, there are people. They're like the people that are thinking along the lines of building a brand, and that doesn't mean, you know, I have to go out there and I have to create this massive, massive brand like Coca-Cola or, you know, Kraft uh, or any of that stuff. No, we're talking about building a brand externally that gets traffic through content creation, email list building, and then we can diversify that revenue stream or streams, and then from there, we can add physical products, we can add digital products, we can add affiliate products, we can add uh, ad networks, like a whole bunch of things. That's what brand creating is to me, and I am just so excited for the people that are already in there right now, and the conversations have already started, and I can tell this group of brand creators is going to be epic, and I can't wait to start sharing some of the success stories that are going to come out of this academy. Now, if you are listening to this and if you want to see if we are open or if we still have spots available, then you should head over to brandcreators.com. Now, if we are closed at that time, what you can do is go there anyway. Number one, get on the wait list for when we open again, but then there should be some free resources there for you as well. There's a video called The Big Divide, and actually that is the one that uh, really got Art, who asked this question, uh, to ask his question today um, because that really brought up some concerns, but it also made him think a little bit differently, and sometimes it's just switching that thinking just a little bit. So that video will be there, and then I do a whole deep dive on how to validate the growth of a brand and if it can even be built, Um, and there's a download there. So all of that stuff can be found at brandcreators.com, 
And again, if we are open, you can join us. If we're not, then get on the wait list. And when we open, we will let you know. And the whole thing here with Brand Creators Academy is we are creating a community that is filled with brand creators that are selling physical products, but also are selling digital products and selling, uh, you know, maybe affiliate products and all of the things that really build out a brand in my opinion, and that we're not relying on just one source. Does that mean that we're not selling on Amazon? No, that means that yes, we are selling on Amazon. You don't have to, but it is one of those revenue streams that we are going to be building, um, or helping other people build inside of the Academy. So again, if you haven't checked out those free resources and the free training, head over to brandcreators.com and you can check it out over there. And also listen to episode 744 because that one there, uh, it really does break down uh, the process as far as how to get to that $1,000 revenue stream additionally to your business. Even if you're doing seven figures right now, we've got people in there right now doing seven figures in Brand Creators Academy and they're looking to diversify externally. All right, so again, uh, that's what we're doing inside of Brand Creators Academy, and I'm super excited for the people that we have in there already, and my focus is going to be working with those people, so I can't wait. All right, so before we do jump in, let me also mention my weekly thoughts, and this one is actually because every single person that joined Brand Creators Academy, okay, and at the time of recording this, it's over 60 people right now, I personally created a video, sent them a video, each person individually, thanking them and sharing my thoughts with them. And let me just tell you something, they were surprised. And what I really took away here is that it doesn't take a lot of time. Now, it took me a minute or two for each video. They weren't super long, but they were personalized. Each person that I shot that video for was directly for them. And that means something right? That means something. They know that I can't just, I I can't just, you know, create one video and send it out. And they're like, oh, it's really not to me. No, it's to you. If it was art, I was like, hey, art, what's up? It's Scott. Just want to say thanks for joining Brand Creators Academy and uh, being one of the founding members. Here's what we have planned. Here's what I want you to do next. And, uh, you know, and then I, I actually put my hand in the, in the camera and my fist and I'm like, all right, let's get it together. Brand creators unite. And then, you know, off we went. And if you guys are one of our founding members, you probably got that video and you probably know what I'm talking about. Little, little, uh, little funny there at the end, but, uh, you know, that's what I wanted to do. But what I'm saying here, guys, is this stuff really, really means a lot. And this could be, you just really responding or replying to someone that has a question. Do you realize so many people don't reply to questions and concerns or they wait two weeks or they wait a week and they wonder why people don't buy from them or why people don't buy into their, uh, you know, their mission or they don't buy into their brand because they're not there. They're not showing up. I'll give you another example. Uh, you know, I hired a video crew to come to Brand Accelerator Live, two video crews. One was more of a roaming videographer with like, they had like three guys and they were just awesome. And, uh, and uh, you know, so they, uh, you know, they were right on the ball. Like, so the minute that I, I reached out to them, actually my wife reached out to them, they got right back to us. Like, boom, like right back, like within, it seemed like minutes. And then from there, we had a question, boom, minutes. Then another question, boom, minutes, like literally right. And I know sometimes that can't be the case, but when you can, it means a lot. It means a lot. I actually had a conversation with someone at the restaurant the other day that we almost gave up on this restaurant and we came back in and go, we'll give it another shot. And everything was, was fixed. 
the front hostess was fixed. She was greeting us with a smile, right? Then we got sat down and then they brought us over drinks. They had a smile and very, very nice. And then from there, we had the person that came over to take our order. Very, very nice, right? And then the manager comes over and asks how everything was. So everything was dialed in, but it wasn't two months before this. And I let the manager know. I said, that right there meant a lot. Not even talking about the food. Forget about the food for a minute. It was that customer service and that experience. So again, do not underestimate the value in having that personal touch. I'm telling you. And a little surprise here and there. All right, so just be creative with it and uh, reach out there and make someone's day. Put a smile on someone's face. I'm telling you, it goes a long way. All right, so with that all being said, get out there and make sure that that happens, all right, in your business. I'm telling you, it'll, it'll, it'll help and it'll, it'll work. All right, so let's go ahead and listen to this question from Art, and then from there, I'll give you my, my answer and my advice, and then from there, we can go ahead and get rocking and rolling. You guys can get out there and take some action. What do you say? Let's do it. Hey, Scott, this is Art, A-R-T, and uh, I am a new podcast listener to The Amazing Seller. I first just want to thank you for that podcast and for all that you share and all the uh, value that you provide for free and information and content. Um, I contacted you via email, and uh, I was asking in that original email, should I buy Jungle Scout and start FBA and search for a product on Amazon. But I just heard your most recent podcast about the, uh, the big divide. And um, I've been listening to other, some of your other podcasts and I'm starting to think that I would be better off just going on Amazon and buying a camera or a GoPro and a decent microphone and start my own YouTube channel and work on building my own brand that way. I'm thinking that might be a better, uh, way for me to begin rather than to just go by Jungle Scout and search for a product. And then my other question was, I do realize that if I want to become an affiliate marketer, then I would need my own website. So do you recommend that I start my own YouTube channel, add content, and then also uh, start my own website? Is that the way, would that be a good way for me to go being a, a newbie? Uh, once again, look forward to your reply and have a great day. Thanks for doing all you do. All right. Well, Art, thank you so much for the question. And I just realized that Art is one of our new founding members of Brand Creators Academy. So that is awesome. And I didn't realize that when this question came through. So that's awesome because yes, we are going to be able to help uh, help Art in this situation. So I'm just going to go ahead and we're going to cover this, but obviously inside of the academy, we will be digging deep into all of these areas and everything that I've been talking about, even in the last episode of 744. Um, okay, so Art, what you were really asking was, and this really came from that video that I shot, The Big Divide. And again, I did an episode on that, and that can be found at, let me go ahead and do this on the fly, 741 is The Big Divide. Uh, so definitely those those last few episodes, 741 was the big divide. 742, what if you were starting over today, my full plan? That was a, a great episode because it walks through this, this process. And then 743, three steps to validate your brand's potential in creating the roadmap. Again, that leads off of the video that I did about validating it. So I have a step-by-step process there. And then how to add $1,000 or more of passive income to your brand. That was 744. All right, so all of that right there is really about what we're talking about here today as well. It really just comes full circle. 
So if you haven't listened to those episodes, make sure you do and go to brandcreators.com for that free training. All right. So uh, my thoughts are exactly what are kind of said. He almost answered his own question. Okay. And that is, should I start with a product? And I can't tell you how many people still email me and say, Scott, I'm going to wait on building the brand. I'm going to wait on building the website. I'm going to wait on, you know, creating content. I'm going to wait on building my email list. I'm going to wait on all that stuff. I'm going to go ahead and find that product first. That's what I'm going to do. And, you know, I would say probably around three years ago, that probably would have been okay. We could, we could find the product. And then, you know what, hopefully you've done a little bit of homework and you said, I'm not just finding a product. I'm finding at least three to five products. So that way there, when I launch additional products, they're going to help you know, cross sell the products. So that's like, if, if you're not going to follow this other advice that I'm about to share with you, if you're not going to go down that road, please do this for me. Make sure that you find additional products that you're going to launch that are going to help sell each of those products. Meaning if someone buys a tackle box, they're also going to buy the fishing lures that go inside or the fishing vest or the the fishing net, whatever, right? Make sure, please, that those products are linking back and forth. So this way here, you're able to at least have some chance of if one product doesn't, you know, pan out, the other one might. Um, I still think that is risky, but at least do that part for me. The problem with that is if you launch three products, let's just say three products, you're probably talking three to $5,000 for each product. And then you have to put money dollars, you know, money behind it. So this way here you can promote it, right? A lot of people don't realize that when you're, when you're launching a product, you're also going to be dialing up the pay-per-click. You're going to be possibly building an email list. You can then hopefully push that, maybe run some Facebook ads. So you're, you're going to be pushing that product. Okay. And if you think that you're not, well, you're kind of dreaming. Because it's that's not how it works. And anybody that tells you that, I would be very, very cautious, okay? So what I would advise, this is what I, I actually, I've had several emails here this past week as we've been talking uh, and emailing about Brand Creators Academy, is people saying, you know, hey, I want to I wanna just find that product, and then I'm going to worry about building the brand thing. You really need to start with the market in mind. You need to start with the market in mind. All right, what market are you going after? And this is, again, why I go through this whole process. And there's three steps to it. Inside of those three steps, there's a few more steps. But there's three main chunks. And I'm not going to go through them because I've already went through them before. If you want those, brandcreators.com. There will be some free resources there for you. You can actually see me go through this process. But in a nutshell, we want to make sure that there's a market there. Once we realize that, yes, there's a market, now we want to start thinking to ourselves, is there a sub-market in here? Who is buying the product, right? Are we selling uh, fishing uh, or ice fishing uh, drills? If we are, okay, what else is that market buying, okay? And and is there search content being uh, searched for? Is there content out there being created for that, right? Is there product reviews being done with various drills and augers and all of that stuff. So we want to make sure that we have all of that stuff because if you just go, you know what? I'm going to I'm going to sell I'm going to sell a uh, a fishing drill, which by the way, they call it an auger. I did a little bit of research before I was doing a uh, uh, a session the other day and uh, I wanted to kind of use uh, the ice fishing analogy and uh, and I started looking for uh, as far as like drills and it's augers. So again, I learned just by doing a little bit of research that there's augers. So if all I was going to do is sell a seven inch auger for ice fishing, 
okay? I don't know, okay, what else I can do externally unless I do this research. Now, the first thing I would tell you is that it's going to be a seasonal product, but that's okay because here's how I would think about it. Yes, that might be the one niche that I'm going to be drilling down into. Get it? Auger, drill, drilling down. It's a little bit of that dad humor. Uh, So, you know, so what we're doing is we're drilling down. But what I would not do is I would not create my whole brand around ice fishing. I would create it around fishing. And then I would go into fly fishing, bass fishing, deep sea fishing, ice fishing. But that might be one thing, right, in that, uh, you know, in that niche or the sub niche, right, is being able to do that. So again, you can hear like, that's how I start. I don't start with going like, oh, let's go ahead and just run the numbers. Now, do I use Jungle Scout? Yes, I absolutely do. And do I recommend it? Yes, I absolutely do. There's so many benefits to it and it's evolved so much that it's not just a a tool to search for uh, products. It's keyword tracking, it's keyword discovery, it's sourcing uh, products now that you can uh, you can uncover, you know, different sourcing from looking at other people's sourcing from like big brands and all that stuff. Like there's so much that goes into it. And yes, you can still look for products, but again, I would use the tool for if I'm going in a market, if I'm going into ice fishing, I'm going to start looking into ice fishing and see what products that I could potentially sell in that market and then look at the numbers to see what I can expect. That's all I'm using it for, okay? As far as like product research side of things, I'm not going in there and going, uh, let's see here. I'm scratching my head, by the way. You can't see me. Uh, so uh, let, let's see. Uh, I think I'm just going to put, you know, I'm going to punch in some numbers and I'm going to see what comes out that's selling 10 units a day and it has under 100 reviews and uh, let's see, and it only has two pictures. That's what I'm going to go off of. That, that's not That's not the correct way of doing it, okay? Like to me, maybe you could do that three years ago and, and find a winner and then ride that winner, but there's people that have done that and they're they're stranded right now. Like they're suffering right now. I know someone personally right now had a seven figure business. I don't even want to call it a, a business fully because it was selling, uh, two products with like four SKUs, seven figures in just those, nothing else. And roll in. I mean, he, he rolled with that for like three years now problems and he knows it now is he going to not be able to create a brand externally? No, he can. And, you know, he kind of lucked out because, you know, this market is a big market and it's a wide market and we can niche it down. But if he didn't have that, then you'd be kind of, you know, SOL, you know? So anyway, you guys all know what that means, right? This is a friendly family show, but you guys all know what that means. So that's what I'm saying. I always start with that. So to answer Art's question, Yes, I would not start with the product. I would start exactly doing what you're doing. And I love the idea of you saying like, I'm just going to go out and get a camera. And again, here's what I wouldn't do. I would not overcomplicate this process and think you have to have the best camera, the best microphone. The one thing I would say is you want your lighting to be good. If there was anything that I would say stress on is the lighting. Make sure the lighting is good and the audio is good. People can, they can usually get by, I'm saying the the, the viewer, by having a less quality picture, but better audio and, uh, and better, you know, lighting, uh, as far as like, they, they just don't want, I mean, the, the camera doesn't have, like I've used my iPhone in front of my window window lighting, by the way, is awesome. Um, and I've done whiteboard videos with just the light from my windows in my office here and just my iPhone. That's it. And I would use my zoom mic and we're in business. Like that's it. 
So you don't have to overcomplicate it. Uh, but yes, if that's what you're going to do, then yeah, start publishing the YouTube videos. But the, what I would do, and again, we'll be digging into this art inside of Brand Creators Academy a lot more. And you're going to see us do this as well because we're not starting. We're, we're using this case study that we're doing. We're not starting on YouTube. Okay, because on YouTube, you're going to have to be on camera. You're going to have to have someone on camera. So it does make it a little bit more challenging if it's not you. So I'm starting with content and then we're going to have writers create this content. And then from there, we're going to start building that out. But in your case, let's say you shoot a video, you shoot the video, you upload it to YouTube. You then optimize YouTube. Then from there, we take that video, we have it transcribed, and then we put it up on our blog, our website. And then we have a video that's embedded on our blog. And then we also have content that's surrounding it. So now it's searchable by Google. And then we have something that's searchable on YouTube. So that's what I would do. I would rinse and repeat, rinse and repeat. But then it goes to, well, what do we publish? What kind of content? I would mix it up. I would do commonly asked questions. And I would also then do products because people are looking for products. Five best augers for ice fishing, right? Best cordless drill for ice fishing, right? Like, and I looked at those. So that's what I would do. And as you start to build that out, guess what? You start to get people that are asking questions. Those questions are going to lead to people that also want to search for products. When they're searching for products, you're going to have reviews or, you know, maybe comparisons on your site, on your, on your YouTube channel. And then from there, you're going to have your affiliate link on there. So if you did this over time, you're going to be able to build out this content that's also going to lead to products that you don't have to source right now. And then once you start to make sales through there, you're going to see what actually sells better than others. And then you're going to be able to possibly source that, right? So that's the way you can do it. Now, if you know that you're going to launch two or three products in that market as you're doing this other thing, then great. Do that too. I have no problem with that. And yes, we're going to launch it on Amazon. Then we're going to build our email list. So all that stuff goes into it. So Art, to answer your question and anyone else's, no, I would not start by picking the product. I'd pick the market and then the sub-market. And then I'd start looking at all of the different ways that this market is spending money and see where I can get in front of that. That's what I would do. I know this was a little bit long-winded. I didn't even expect this to go this long. I get a little fired up here because it's, it's really not hard it does take work, but it's not hard, all right? And there's, and there's a variety of different ways that once we get traffic, we can start to, to leverage that traffic and we can start to monetize that traffic in multiple ways, okay? So hopefully that helped you, Art, and uh, I know that we're going to be working together inside of Brand Creators Academy, but anyone listening, hopefully it helped you or at least got you thinking a little bit differently. And if you did miss the free training that we put out, brandcreators.com. And again, if you're interested in joining us, if there's any openings still available, go check out brandcreators.com. You'll see it there. And if not, jump on the wait list. This way here, you're notified when we do open. Uh, We are going to be closing this uh, throughout the year. So this way here, we can really devote all of our attention and our focus on our academy members, our brand creators tribe, uh, if you will. All right. So that is going to wrap up this episode. If you would like to grab the show notes, head over to the amazing seller.com forward slash seven forty five. If you have a question that you want me to answer on an upcoming ascot session, all you have to do is head over to the amazing seller.com forward slash ask. And you can do it over there. All right, guys. So that's it. That's going to wrap it up. As always, I'm here for you. I believe in you and I am rooting for you, but you have to, you have to come on, say it with me, say it loud, say it proud, take action.
action. Have an awesome, amazing day. I'll see you right back here on the next episode.